D-C-U-E. The podcast you have been waiting for. Six friends, six opinions, infinite laughs. You're watching history in the making. You don't have to open up your eyes, you can clearly see. The number one podcast is GCUE. 20 years of brotherhood, the Q lot familiar. Raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered. Bubs opinionated, why Eddie keep you laughing? Steve will get the tea while Shot tells us all what's happening. Spiritual or natural, I'm here for the thrills. And when it comes to PJ, y'all, please say the real. From quick hits, heavy lifting, the master of the week. We get ratings through the roof every time that we speak. PA, PA, GA to the Aspens, turning podcasts into undertable has been sports, entertainment, and current events. Sometimes we get pissed, so the crew got a vent. So when Friday night come, you know just what to do. Sit back, put up your feet, and now rocking with the Q. What's really good, people? You already know it's your boy Bugs coming out of VA. On the one and only GQ podcast, we here another Friday night on a chilly Friday night down here in VA. We want to say welcome. Thank you for coming back. I'm going to go around with the introduction, but we want to shout out Eddie and Steve, who won't be on tonight. But I'm going to go ahead and pass it up to Bob, though. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you enjoyed your week and hope you have a greater weekend. But um, if it's your first time with us, we welcome you. If it's not your first time with us, we welcome you back. Either way, we hope you sit back and enjoy the show. We're going to pass it down to the real, and I mean, you must say the real when you see him on the street, the real PJ. What's up, kids? Uh, I just would like to say, um, say no to drugs. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm going I'm to leave it at that. Y'all know why. <laughs> and last but not People least, we'll go ahead with the maestro and the narrator. Let's go up to Mr. Suave himself, shot. Let's go. It would be the son of a cop to tell us to stay away from drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we know better, and we know we know PJ's history, so we're not gonna go there. But yo, what's up, everybody? Have... Um, well, go ahead, go ahead. Now, nah, what you got? Nah, I just don't know what y'all talking about. Like, y'all just talking freelancely about life. All so right. you know, say, say no to Skittles. How about that? Say no to Skittles. <laughs> okay, that, that might work a little bit better. Right? We're good. That that yeah, might work so. too. <laughs> You know what I mean? For everybody that was tuned in last week, you know, my apologies for all the technical issues that the crew ran into. Um, I had absolutely no signal in Denver or sorry, Aspen. Um, yeah, it was fun. But, you know, what I mean, they held it down. So it's all good. But today we're going to get into it. We got everything back in the same loop as always. So it's about to get on. So let's jump into this thing with this uh, Kendrick Lamar movie that got coming out. <laughs> Kendrick is now trying his hand in the film industry. According to Deadline, Kendrick will be co-producing an upcoming live-action comedy film for Paramount Pictures alongside his former manager, Dave Free, and they will be working with South Park co-creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Now, this movie, which has yet to be titled, is about a young black man interning as a slave reenactor who discovers that his white girlfriend's ancestors once owned his ancestors. Paramount Pictures president and CEO Brian Robbins issued a statement on the film and he said, on behalf of Paramount Pictures and the wider Viacom CBS family, we look forward to ushering in the first theatrical collaboration from these creative visionaries and galvanizing audiences worldwide around a powerful storytelling experience. I mean, just the concept of the movie is crazy to me. Like, can you imagine that situation? Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting movie. Like, 
you know, it just depends on what type of genre they, you know, have it be. Do they want it to be get out serious where it was, even though you considered it a horror movie and whatever else they called it, or is it going to be like a comedy? No, they said it's a it, comedy, right? I thought they yeah, it's supposed, to be like a, it's supposed to be like a dark comedy, but, oh, but with, with the creators of South Park on it, it has that much, you know, like that small amount before it might go a little too left, you know, so. You know, a little, little too left. You know what I yeah. see? I I see. You have Kendrick Lamar as a producer, and then you have the South Park guys and whoever else. They're the creative minds and the writers behind the film. Kendrick Lamar to me is just a name to attach to it so that it doesn't seem racist. Plain and simple. He's not writing the movie. He's not writing the movie. You you make that same movie. With those guys, with no black person attached to it, and then it's racist. Oh, Guaranteed. definitely. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, put, you yeah. put Kendrick Lamar up in front. Kendrick Lamar is not writing the movie. This is not his idea. He's a financial backer of the movie. He may put a little bit of approval in some of the creative decisions, but it's not his movie. He's not writing the screenplay. It's a racist movie that they're going to put a black person on the front of it so that we don't get all up in arms about it. Hmm. That simple. Interesting take, my brother. Can it be that simple, though? No, not no. Nothing is, is ever that simple. Nothing is ever that simple. But I mean, but don't look past that part of it, though. I don't, and I thought that there would be backlash just off the concept of it, because, like you said, um, anytime you want to touch on slavery, then you want to deal with interracial relationships. Um, on top of the fact, and have them like coexist, and him to find out. And you're gonna have a mob of super black panthers that's gonna be like militants, like that's what he get for dating a white girl anyway, and that's how her family owned in the place. And they back, you know, like they'll find some some crazy idea about it. So, like I said, I think it has the potential just to be a powder keg, just the whole way around, you know, like it. I don't know. It, it may be. It may. It, it, it with the writing, it might be possible that it can end up being decent, but it has. A, just the idea of it is very, very, very. I yeah, don't know. I'm not saying it can't be a good movie or it won't be funny, but if you don't have a black person attached to it and you just have these white guys making this movie and thinking it's funny, it, it becomes a completely yeah. different story. You it take, you take Jordan Peele, you take Jordan Peele out of Get Out and put a white director in in it, it's going to be a completely different reception. Yeah, so, I agree. I feel like just Kendrick Lamar is just a name attached to something to to, to give it that push. That's an interesting perspective, though. Yeah, like, that's that's a little more different than what I was looking at as, and like, and I can see that. But that's what I said. Like, it just has so many different angles where it can go with this, you know. And that, and considering that it's not truly in production yet, it's just all like at you know the bottom level. We'll see. You know, we'll but, see if it even what, comes to light. With, with them involved, they're looking to offend somebody in some way. You know, oh, that's, just what, that's just what they right. do. That's what they but, do. But absolutely. the subject matter is hard to offend people being white. But about owning people, not, you know what I mean? Not yeah. now, because you know what I mean. They got they just passed that law in Florida where they're trying to. Are they put a law <laughs> on the books in Florida where they can like talk about anything in like schools or at workplaces that could offend white people when it comes Make to racism? Uncomfortable teaching. You can't. You can't make them uncomfortable talking about their history. So pretty much we can't talk about our lives and how, how uncomfortable nope. they make us because nope. it makes them uncomfortable. Not in yep. Florida. 
But Florida don't count, man. That's not even a real place. What? That's what he's trying to know. Florida is like a, a make-believe land where just anything can happen. This is like... <laughs> what? Because of Disney? Yeah, no, because like, of, of Florida, Florida man. man. Yep, That's Florida what it was. Man. I knew it. He's, he's, he's real. <laughs> Did you see that Florida man that um that, that stopped that bear? That's for another show, another time. But That's like, another was, show. <laughs> yeah. That shit was crazy. But, um, this wild though. I mean, the bad the bad part about it is the storyline is not far fetched. So it's especially now with like all the ancestry DNA kind of shit. You can find out like if you in a interracial relationship, you might have your owners. I'm sorry, your, your ancestors' owners. Shy still in that slave mentality. Yeah, pretty much. So what do you what do you do in that what do you do in that situation? You find out break up. Well, hypothetically, how how I mean break up. Um, there's there's no how break up. There's there's no way around this because now it's like we get married. Like I'm really owner. I'm owned at that point. Like no, I'm owned again. It's not gonna work out too well. See, is that something they go explore in the movie though? Like you know, like because I'm sure that's part of the turmoil of the plot. Like hey, like you find something out like that, and w- what I would do. I wouldn't even be in that situation. Oh, it's hypothetical. Bro. Like, it's a hypothetical right. situation. Guys. So hypo- like, so even in my hypotheticals, I'm being realistic of to who I am, and I'd be alright. So you know, yeah, but I, but don't you think we're a little far removed from? Nah, okay, no, because this, 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 oh, oh, this is hold easy. On, hold on, we're, we're far removed from what though? I want to hear what from, far removed from. from. Far from removed from a, a generation to where it's that tangible to you like you don't have a relationship with anybody in your family that was a slave you never did right so i don't know you you be going with this pj like you don't so so it's not like it's not like you say oh your your um your your grandfather enslaved my grandmother no it's not that simple it's like your your great 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 grandfather you don't gotta go that far okay but Nah, it's, it's, it's quite a, nah, it can be well, especially in the black family that might be only having kids at 15. <laughs> nah yeah like my yeah. grandmom's my grandmom's parents parents were slaves right but what relationship did right. you have with them did i have with them yeah i didn't but right. i know my so would you but, hold, how, so but, how could you hold your significant other family accountable for something that really doesn't even touch you because there's paperwork like you're gonna find out that no, like no you're but, gonna find but, out you're gonna find out that Ritter was actually John Ritter's dad <laughs> and he's the Ritter that you're named after. Like how would you how would you feel knowing that home I mean that um what's that movie called? <laughs> um Problem Child's dad is like <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like Problem the Child's owner's dad. that's the owner's grandchild of your great great grandfather. Nah, you, you nah. I don't think it's that simple. It's that it, simple, cause it ain't that simple. You're not I mean, like, you're like, oh, we broke up because of. Nah, Yo, I, don't, I don't believe slavery. That. Slavery wasn't that long ago. You only. I mean, PJ. Here's, years here's out. the thing, PJ. All right, I'm gonna make it a little bit more realistic. Like our parents grew up through civil rights. They were on the younger end of the game. You know what I mean? And then, like, granted, we're old enough to know that they ex- experienced it. So you're not that far removed from. Maybe some people's grandparents have been that. Right. Like you said, they might so, be gone now, but you know, a lot of people like might have right, been... so something a little more realistic, right? You you are in a relationship with someone and you find out that their grandfather 
um, sprayed your grandfather with a hose. Uh, with, with My a mother punched your like, mother arf, right, right in the uh, nose. Right. So are you <laughs> gonna break up? Yeah. Are we in Georgia? Or I'm gonna go punch the grandfather. What, what, what no. does it matter if we're in because okay. because down here you look at people a little different down here when they old like you just right. kind of you want to push them down steps because you just don't know you know. so Yo. <laughs> you don't know Yo. so but it's but the thing is it's, yeah them old races they can get it <laughs> exactly it's knowing that 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 lineage is right there so then the question becomes how far separated are you from your ancestors way of thinking like do i got to worry about your racist granddad because that's who he is you know what i mean so it's okay well it's all right well, well then it, it doesn't even matter then it, it doesn't even matter if it was if it was um they were slave owners or whatever if you're in an interracial interracial relationship there's a chance that that person's family can be racist that's true so, so so are you just going to be like i can't be with you because your family's racist? no nah, that's not it no nah, but if nah, you find you, out it's not, if you find it's out not i can't be with you it's not i can't be with you because your family's relate your family is racist but your uncle can catch these hands if you say something slick again. I, I get that. I don't give a but, damn if this thing's given. But in a slave-owning situation, nobody can catch the hands because they all dead. Right. But if you come, like, say say it's a slave-owning situation, right? You find out. You're like, all right, we cool. We good. And then some random dominatrix shit happened. And she come to the room with some handcuffs and chains and shit. Is it still going to feel the same way? My thing is. Can I just take it to the the basic? Route is, this, of this is it still the same the when concept, you're when you're outside the cutting the grass? Is it the same at that the point? Con like concept, <laughs> the concept, right? The the fact is that her specific family owned his specific family. So to bring it back to where it's at, like you know what I mean? Before y'all just go outlandishly oh, out to like they already out there. They out there. Next morning, we're like, boy, we cut the grass. <laughs> What we got next, yo? Like, like we we got to slave ourselves the whole way to the. What's the, what's the next quick hit we got? What we got next? I got your, I got your boy, Grandpa. Um, <laughs> so somebody was bugging this week, and we just gonna let him like have his little moment. I ain't finna admit no word with you, man. I ain't never finna cut no goddamn. I ain't putting no cut on it. Look. Mother can't fuck with me no way, shape, form, or fashion when it comes to doing no music, man. You know what I'm saying? I got all, I got a lot of other shit going on, so I don't do music like on no consistent basis just because, nigga. I don't, I don't depend on that shit to feed me. You hear me? But you know that when you talking about doing music, bro. You talking about you talking about cutting records, nigga. You talking about putting shit out, nigga. You talking about nigga making some shit that's better than anything out there, man. Ain't nobody fucking with me. Nobody fucking with me, bro. Ain't nobody fucking with me. Now you might like somebody else better. You might like somebody else better. It might be somebody else. You know, I like this better than I like T.I. Okay, fine. Because you like them better. That's cool. That's your preference. And nigga, when it comes to putting shit out, nigga, ain't nobody fucking with me, man. You play this shit next to my shit, nigga, ain't, no, ain't nobody fucking with me, nigga. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. When you get through, nigga, ain't nobody fucking with me, nigga. I don't give a fuck who you is, nigga. Where they come from, nigga. I don't give a fuck who, what they name is, nigga. I don't give a fuck about none of that. But... You know what I'm saying? I try to maintain, man. I try to keep the ego to a minimum. I feel like, man, sometimes, man, motherfucker get shit got down twisted and tangled. You dig what I'm saying? Don't do that. I ain't that, nigga. Nobody fucking with me, nigga. J and Nas, yeah, you need to bring them. Bring them, nigga. Bring them, nigga. That who you need. J, Nas, Wayne, Yay. Nigga, that who you need. Bring them. Pusha T. Yeah, all them. That who you need. 
keep trying to got there, throw my name in the circle in the in the mix with nobody, man, nigga. Ain't nobody fucking with me, nigga. Ain't nobody fucking with me, nigga. Does it say T.I. is exponentially lying to himself? <laughs> Yo, real, real talk. Like, I like T.I. I, th- I think he's I think he has some some bangers. He's either drunk, high, having a bipolar episode, like something about that. Just he's very violent in this moment. Like maybe he found out that his his grandparents was owned by his <laughs> oh my god his, his wife's grandparents or something like I don't, I, I think he I think he's a dope rapper I think he's about to step out of his lane very easily and he's to like tone it down to somebody like a Buster Rhymes or somebody you don't want none of them people to just put on the stage it ain't gonna work first of all how does Ti go from using big words that he don't even know what they mean. <laughs> You're talking just, like, so you think he like, don't understand his own vocabulary? Yeah, no, he don't. And then on this, he just sounds straight illiterate. Like, Yo, it was bad. I couldn't even, I couldn't even put bleeps on that because of how much he was cussing. It, it would have made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, they were like, man, bleep, 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 man, bleep, 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 stage, bleep, 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 rap. Like, I think, I think he just wants an acknowledgement because I think a lot of these verses are like an acknowledgement and a reintroduction to people. Um, Cause for me, him saying that now and to act like it's just some old humbug, but he was asking for 50 cent when it first started. You know what I mean? A lot. And of course, if you challenge 50 cent, you're going to get a response and that's going to bring attention. But eventually, like you said, 50 cent kind of was like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to entertain you. And then he didn't remember he tried to even take it to the aspect of it being like, oh, New York rappers don't respect Southern rappers. And you know what I mean? So I think, there's more to it. Like, I just think he has a motive. He's going about trying to get this done some different attention type way. I get you that, but I mean? don't like, go, don't 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 go too high. Don't put yourself on the level of Jay Z and Nas. Well, what he was saying is, is that like that. I guess a fan stated when he was on live saying like he said that's who you need to bring like a Jay Z or Nas because that's the type of talent he feels See, that he possesses. That's, that's exactly he why we got to do our our Q hip hop report card, man. So I, th- I think uh, I think that report card tips definitely gonna get a yeah. C. Where Bugs, you the rhymer, so what do you think about it? What do you feel about it? Like, are you are you scared? Because Ti's, you know what I mean, might wrap you under the table or something. You don't got no what's up, man. You kind quiet. You just smiling at the camera. That's a whole lot of confidence in that video. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. That's a whole lot of confidence. <laughs> but in as that a, video. If, but you know what? Honestly, I think yeah, it's to the point to. now to where <clears throat> I think it's to the point now to where Tip is just like I paid my dues. I'm here. Whoever wants the challenge can come get it. And I honestly think that's his way of just calling somebody out. Really, Ti couldn't I, beat two chains. I think, but he fishing. I think he fishing though. I think he like, look, I'm gonna put out here. I'm the best. And if somebody disagrees, they can call me out. Now, I ain't How getting about this? Two chains, How about Ti and Rick Ross? He wouldn't beat Rick Ross. Rick, Rock, Rick Ross already slaughtered two chains. Huh? They did one? Yeah. yeah. When? That's exactly. Why. It didn't matter. That's that's the It didn't matter because you already knew that Rick Ross was slaughtering. He said that he watched. only was it, it it was a real one? Yeah. See? 
So we do our due diligence, people. Don't don't believe like don't believe that PJ's only acted for the camera. Yeah. But as an MC though, honestly, like PJ, you produce books, you spit, you know what I mean, Shad, you produce. Like, aren't you supposed to have a level of confidence whoa, whoa, when you're doing whoa, something whoa, like that? Whoa, whoa. My shit's I'm not in the music industry. I don't no, but you but you I, understand I'm just production. Saying, I don't want to get none of the people you know, confused. Like, like <laughs> not music. Listen. But yeah, you, you gotta have a level level of confidence in, right. in saying that you are whatever. But but he gotta know there's gonna be backlash to, exactly. to what he's saying. Is it Yo, backlash? But here's the thing. Attention? But who who's checking for Ti? Period. On any level, acting, rapping, activism, clothing, housing, podcast. Period. Who's checking for Ti? Yeah, he needs something. Like he needs he needs a something. He don't have nothing. And he's trying to get over them cases about having them little girls in his bathroom. <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't know how you follow that up. Um, I'm just I, saying I, something got something got to divert attention away from that case. Yeah, yo, let's go up yeah. to some of these comments, man. We yeah. got David Jones. Blessings to you, brothers. We appreciate that. Thank Juan you. Seven one seven. Big Vaughn, push him down the steps. Absolutely. Push him down the steps. Push who? Ti down the steps? No, no old white people that have been a bit racist. Nah, I'd rather push Ti down the steps. <laughs> You're also go with him. Monisa, Monisa <laughs> said Ti sound like he had been drinking dark liquor and went on the rant. Definitely. He got the Hennessy. Carla, what's up? Dewan says light skins got to stay away from the dark. <laughs> 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 you, Vaughn said, but he is putting. Talking about people putting him on the same level as bum rappers, I can see that. But who who did they put him on the level with? What bum rapper did they say well, he should go? Because little flip, you know, after he appeared during the um, bone thing, he said, um, "Was it the bone one or the, yeah?" He appeared. He appeared with three six, and he said the only person he wanted to do one against would be Ti, and he, he needs five hundred thousand. I was like, that just sounds like he just needs a loan because right. no nobody. <laughs> Just sound like it sounded like he just basically asked for a loan without going to the bank. But Lil Flip was like, game, was it the game over or something like that? Yeah, song? but remember that's him and Ti had they had that beef. Like remember that, and that's why he trying to re rekindle that. Uh, if if that's what the genesis for Ti's rent, I solely be behind him. And I like used to like Little Flip at the time a little bit. Like he had two songs. He had that song, and then he had that trash Sunshine song. You know what I mean? Where he's like this, like milk spoil you, and that ruined his career. Like you know, but Ti like Ti and Nelly. Ti's better than Nelly. I know he has. No, nah, but it's his catalog better. I don't know though. Nelly got a catalog. They already had Nelly you know, go they, against Ludacris. Did Luda versus uh, Ti? That would have made more sense. True. Then Luda. Yeah, that would have made more uh, sense. Yeah, Luda versus Nelly. But they right. already had a versus, so they ain't gonna do it twice. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of over versus period at this point. I ain't watching no more. I am too. Like yeah. unless you unless you get some some like thorough people like I don't even want to Jay Z and Nas. Jay Z or Nas are just some high, like some really professionally dope people that you kind of just wonder, like, if you can drag Usher away. Because, like, hearing Jaheem say, I want Usher, makes me believe that I can go out there wait, and say, wait, Yo, you know, wait, the real Usher, not Jason Derulo. Like, yeah, the, real Usher. the real Usher. <laughs> we don't need no problems. <laughs> right. I'm, so, so I'm kind of over versus until they start getting some people that's going to be, like, monumental to me at this point. That's so fair. that's fair. What else you got, books? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, now we got our barn saying no stop. E Skittles. 
Vaughn <laughs> said T.I. is better than 2 Chainz. He definitely better than 2 Chainz. He better, but I still think he got better songs. Yo. Vaughn also, also said he want to see Jada Kiss against Beans. Vaughn Von just Von just want to like Vaughn just want to relive that that time period, but he's he's really mad because you know secretly Beans can really mess with Kiss. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, Vaughn low key mad because he was the Uncle Luke fan back in '99. You gonna do that to him? I'm gonna do that yeah. to him. I'm gonna do that to him. Vaughn came back from Florida with a whole bunch of Uncle Luke tapes. We ain't gonna talk oh. about that on air. I'll wait till we get off to talk about it. No, you already said it. It's <laughs> that's the perfect right, that, that's the family secret you're supposed to yeah, keep. Yeah, as Jerry said, right? That's the perfect segue <laughs> into Vaughn, our Vaughn, topic, was, right? Vaughn was a no limit fan, like hands down. Like this Oh <laughs> man. No cutting it. Vaughn would have fatigues and army hats on. All right. Um <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> All right. So y'all wanna go right in the topic? You wanna do uh dumbass first? You want to close out with a dumbass? How you want to do this? We got time. We live, so go. <laughs> do what you choose. Cool. All right, so we're going to jump into the... Let's jump into the main topic. We can laugh at the end. We're going to need it. Um, Pop this off of there. So our main topic for tonight is uh, Black Family Secrets and the PTSD that it can cause. Um, So before we... Jump into the topic. We're gonna go to this little video I found with my girl. I think black families keep secrets. Uh, uh, keeping secrets is a part of our historical experience in this culture. When you you didn't tell people what was going on because you never know when they would report it to the overseer, to the slave master, and you could really get in a lot of trouble. And I think it's just kind of a cellular memory within us that you just don't tell because it puts you in danger. How does that serve us today? Does it still protect us in some way? Doesn't serve us at all today, but until we learn a new way of being and until we learn that we really can speak about who we are and how we feel and what's going on, we will just continue to perpetuate the behavior that's familiar. Human beings, regardless of race or, or or origin or you know economic status human beings do what's familiar it becomes habitual and and so it doesn't serve us but we got to learn a new habit what about, is that is that i guess the same type of thing with black men being anti or hesitant to seek therapy or to seek help for the issues in their lives well black men again i believe this is just life according to ianla pay me no mind black men i believe have a cellular memory of hiding their pain. You 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 know, you couldn't be smart, you couldn't be honest, you couldn't be strong, you couldn't be powerful. And so and then to admit that you weren't those things also puts you in jeopardy. So I think many men today of color, uh, African American men, Caribbean American men, Native American men, they just don't have the imprint and the cellular memory of what it's like to say help me I need help all right so um, safe to say we all grew up in that you know what happens in my house stays in my house um, kind of lifestyle so we, we understand that 
families have secrets from low level to high level it can go from just you know the lights was off for a week to you know i mean that ain't really your daddy so it's just anywhere in between can be considered a family secret so i guess like main question do we want to define the family secret we want to define the trauma ptsd first i think we should really grasp like you know a secret because i think when you say secrets they affect people different ways because of how each person functions you know some could be emotional trauma some could be psychological some could be physical you know so you want to first kind of get an idea of what what a true secret is because embarrassment can just um, like we were discussing before like just being embarrassed about a family secret is emotional and something that some people may use as color for them to evolve other people might find that to be something that ultimately kind of tortured them and during their life you know so i think we want to go with that don't you think that makes sense first because then the trauma will fall afterwards sure cool sure so all right so you gotta i guess go to the difference between um like you said the difference between being embarrassed and being a secret and i think the embarrassment are things again like you know the lights were turned off the car got repossessed um you got like evicted from the crib you don't have food stuff like that that's embarrassing it doesn't hurt anybody else by them knowing that it doesn't necessarily hurt you by keeping that secret or letting someone else know that that's there because that's those are situations where you can get help from somebody else um and i think that's where pride comes in as well and it's one of those things where you got to be careful about your pride putting you in a worse situation than what you are because you don't want to say anything to anybody um so when it comes to that like how do y'all feel about the difference between embarrassment and secrets to protect well it the the whole thing is it it, it stems back to that that same thing what, what's done in our house stays in our house or you know what i mean and in in many aspects i don't think it's wrong um I, I can see how it can hurt but you handle things within your family the way you're going to handle them sometimes having outside influence and outside noise coming in can can muddy things up so you don't want too many people in your business you know what i mean that that's where that whole thing comes from um now as far as you know things being embarrassing whether it is you need help or whatever you got to get over that you know what i mean that that's a pride thing so if it is that your family truly needs help you're hurting them more by not you know reaching out to other people or letting them know what's really going on but if it's if it's truly something that's going on within your family that really is no one else's business i'm not sure that that's something that needs to be talked about mm -hmm. i mean like at what point at what point do you you say oh we we need to talk about this we need other people's opinions like where, where does that come from like, my, are you speaking in the household or are you speaking outside of the household? outside of the household oh i mean like yeah i mean because if it's a if it's a family secret it's within that household or, or within that family but when when does it need to to come out for other people to hear but to define like what's a secret that's detrimental because again children in these situations because the whole theme is around this topic is like children growing up with these black families because you know ultimately the ptsd is something that's the effect of going through this at a time so as a child 
Is it because you have to have that survival? You know, they always say that children are resilient. You know, so the children are just going along with whatever they have to do to survive for the circumstances that they're in. So sometimes being vocal isn't something that's going to be beneficial if you're, like you said, if you're embarrassed. You know, like that may be something that you can get yourself out of, but you still might have repercussions if you have an abusive parent or you've been around somebody that's, you know, done something that may be, you know, just that's a violation. So defining what a secret is, is I think real key to this conversation. Like you said, lights being out, those types of things might be something like you said, that's an embarrassment, but is that something ultimately that's gonna really be like, that's gonna truly affect you in such a pattern that you can be destructive? Do you think that can, like the embarrassment of that? Like if it, like with kids, like going to school and people calling you dirty, but you know, we start like, man, X, Y, and Z is dirty. But as an adult, you understand that the child was only a product of the circumstances that was around him. And though we might have, you know, called X, Y, and Z dirty, we didn't really think as children that this may lead to their self-esteem, you know, being damaged, which is also some PTSD that, you know, they tend to say happens. That's in school as well as home. And they might not feel comfortable going home and telling their parents that because though we always say like, as parents, hey, don't worry about them peers, you know, whatever we're going through is what we're going through. But it's different to be in that environment every day as a kid and you don't have any control or say so. You might just start fighting after that. You might be getting in trouble. You might link on to somebody who's able to get some of these resources for you that may get you in further trouble. You know, and then that's where your story begins because it was something that small that affected it with embarrassment. So, because people always tend to think it's about you know, like the molestations, the abuses, you know, the addictions, but it's not those things, the small things. It's the the way parents address their children, you know, like cussing, you know, and not explaining why they're really frustrated with the child. Cause it may not also necessarily be the child. So it's a lot of things that we experience and we understand don't that aren't necessarily need to be secrets. And we gotta change the traditional thinking of it. Sorry, damn, Bob. Like, <laughs> nah, cause we need you to eat Skittles more often. Yo, <laughs> can we? Yo, I was can about to say that's, that's the Skittles talking. That's definitely yeah. the Skittles talking, bro. Yo, can we please be adults about this, people? Like, <laughs> some... wow, that was okay. Sociologist, Bob. Nah. Um, <laughs> nah, but I think I think that's I think that's real. It's. Like it's things like growing up in houses where like there's arguing all the time, like you that can make you get to a place where you don't know how to communicate properly because you think that that's how it's supposed to happen. Or like if you grow up again on the opposite side and you see like the the loving side or like your parents take care of each other to a place where, you know, what I mean, your mom, you've never seen her pump gas, but you always see like your pops take the car and go fill it up with gas. You don't know why it's happening, but you you get it. Right. Like the the gifts, like the flowers, like, you know, mom's not cooking on Fridays and Saturdays. We're going to cook like those small things. It has a different trajectory. Now Your mic went out. You muted yourself. <laughs> so if it if it goes to the flip side and it's where you're you're seeing all the negative that negative becomes your ptsd because that's 
again, it's going to put you in an unstable situation when it comes to how you deal with people in relationships. So it's, 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 it's dangerous. And I think that's why, I think that's why parenting is as important as it is. Cause you got to protect your kids from that and understand that everything that you're doing is a model for what happens in their lives. Yeah. But, but do these things actually cause PTSD? They can. I mean, the thing it's, is PJ, like, the the, the 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 current state that you know they they say with a lot of urban youth they see a lot more and the thing is i don't think it's just the black family because i see a lot of white families that you know have come out and said the same types of things i think that the ideal though with black people in particular though is part of what ayanla was saying i i ayanla she said you messed my right. name up <laughs> we'll never do this again she like it I'm done. <laughs> he pulled him away to fix his life real quick. <laughs> he said, not on my watch, Bob. <laughs> but not, it's, I think that, I think it is instrumental when it comes to kids. I think that kids do like take that on and it creates PTSD for them. Um, it could be something where if somebody grabs you the wrong way because you may have been like beaten as a child, whatever. If somebody grabs you, or somebody like traps you in a room, if somebody slams a door, somebody starts yelling, like all that can bring those memories back up again. You might have a thing where you don't like going to the mall because your parents used to leave you at the mall because you went in the car. It could be like, I think things affect us more than we recognize and we admit sometimes. And there's a lot of things that stay trapped in there. And we just, we look at it as just being a part of our personality, not knowing that it's something that was caused by something else that happened. So, so in, unless you're good at being able to self-reflect, the only way to get to this is therapy. What, therapy. Therapy. I mean, unless you unless you know your what your issues are, I think that's different because you can acknowledge them. Sometimes you don't even know what the problem is. You don't know why you just argue about everything and mm -hmm. why like everything is a fight. Like young bulls I used to work with when I was back home at um the detention center, like. They would fight and just be like, yo, I'm not going to let you disrespect me. So the one young boy was like, yo, everything that happened in my house between me and my brothers or my friends outside, my dad made us fight to resolve it. So all he knew was to resolve his issues was this. Like, I got to throw these hands at you because I can't communicate with you because that scene is being solved. That's PTSD. Like, dude, he couldn't he couldn't communicate his feelings. He had to fight everything out. But see, there's a key word to what you're saying is part of the problem. I think communication has to evolve from the traditional sense. Because like you said, our parents grew up, like we said in that first segment, like not too far removed from the slavery mentality. Like you're saying, like where it's, you know, you don't act, you don't tell your business. They get their ass whooped for anything that's not under the, the rules. And then yeah. as it got both of us, it got a little softer. I think we're in a phase now where we understand a lot more than what they had. And we have a lot more tools available and resources where we can actually start realizing like, yeah, I don't need to necessarily be my my kid's friend, but I had to and I have to allow myself to understand their world. And I think that's yeah. the selfish part where like traditions like I'm grown, you don't you know what I mean? Like, nah, because like I like to talk to my kids from the aspect of before you were you. I was you so you can't run that smooth stuff by me and I think that's a lot more effective at times than just saying like don't question me because they're gonna yeah. like you're not telling me why like and sometimes we all have gone through something 
where it was no matter what they were telling you, you still had to prove. And I think communication is essential now to a lot more of this understanding this whole world, period. Like, it's, it's communication, man. And when you talk on communication, we got to hit communication from both aspects. Because back in the day, it was, I'm not going to say popular, but most of the time, if a child came out or a teenager came out and said, Mom, Uncle so-and-so did this, stop lying on your uncle. Or I don't believe you. You see what I mean? Yeah. I think now I'm hoping that we've evolved to a better place to where these young women, or even young men for that aspect nowadays, right. yeah. come to that family member and say, Uncle so-and-so did this, or cousin so-and-so did this, and that the adults are more receptive to either investigate or look into these situations more. Because believe yes. it or not, the nine, ten, actually 10, 13 years, 10, 11 years rather, I did adolescence psych before I transferred to adult. Most of my patients' trauma in their teenage years, or a good amount rather, trauma in their teenage years stimulated from events from when they were younger. Yeah. It just developed over time or got more serious over time. And I hate to put this under that same umbrella, that negative umbrella, but that's why you have mass shooters or school shootings or you have these things happening because of things that happened way before. You see what I mean? Some may be harboring from this bullying. Some may be harboring from the house, but it may be that niece who's even her own, or that daughter whose father touches her. How does she tell mom, daddy touches me? And if she tell mom and mom don't believe her, is she going to go tell grandma and auntie? Like, well, if mom didn't believe me, who else is going to believe me? Right. I mean, I had, a, a, I, had a, I had a precious joke that I can't crack because it's, it's just not appropriate. But I had it in my mind. I gotta like let you know that I had it there. It was like oh my God. he had the right time <laughs> at all, please. But yeah, nah, I like put it in now. Yeah, like to Boogs's point though, that's that is part of the the issue too. Because again, it's another thing with the black family. We tend to use every painful thing to laugh at all. Like in the Chappelle stand up, he even said like. Most of you people have been molested by people that wasn't Macaulay Culkin in your own awkward Thanksgivings. See, like, we're so desensitized to stuff that's crazy that the only way we know how to, like, attach it is with some humor. And that's not okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are things that, like, to Boogie's point, like you said, something happened when they were little and you're trying to tell about Uncle So-and-So or Aunt, you know, X, Y, and Z, and they're not doing it. So we got to really start being way more in tune to our children and just everything that they're into like we can't be that selfish because we also know like us now we're at the point where we can understand these things may not have been the best situations but we're ahead of the curve on knowing that we can do things to help prevent our kids from having some of this same we, we're not that's they're not going to have necessarily those same things but knowing that we won't act out because of some things that affected us because we have a lot more knowledge of the matter but I think that was the thing. I think that when you go back in the past, people didn't want to have that conversation because it's like now it makes the family awkward. So it's you don't want like uncle such and such. And probably the person you told uncle such and such probably touched them too. In, in situations like if it's like a older person, it's a history. It doesn't just start like at the youngest person. So it's it's a matter of I'm not revisiting that. Or I don't want to deal with that. Or I don't want to make 
my life more challenging because we're talking about that like it there's a lot wrapped up in there that people just they don't want to deal with issues but see that's the point i'm that's sorry to cut you off go ahead no i'm saying like that no that's that's the problem people they don't want to deal with the issues that, because then it changes something about their lives because but that's why it keeps continuing to happen Correct. If no one stops it then it's going to be rolled over to your kids your kids kids your sister's kids whoever's kids whether it's one family member two family member, somebody has to break this as we call it generational curse yeah well you know you know how we we say all the time or, or, or people say it all the time i don't fully agree with it but blood is thicker than water i think sometimes that gets in the way of or, or that that helps to to uh enable some faith. of the some of the yep. bad things you know what i mean because because you're not willing to to turn people in you're not willing to tell on people it's, it's your family yeah. you know what i mean so it allows those things to continue on throughout your, your family i think that's one of the things people gotta look past you are they're, they're trying to protect uncle so-and-so we don't want to yeah. send him to jail he has problems but i mean and, and that could be true you know what i mean it, it could be that you know your uncle has his own ptsd right Right. Not nah, back in the days, they, they, he got demons. They got right, exactly. Right, right. And and they're trying to protect him. And you know, th this is what he does. You know, what I mean. So let, let's just keep him away from the kids. You yeah. know, what I mean. But true. But, but you can't keep him away from the kids. And then and it, and if he does, if he does get a hold of one of the kids, then that can cause those kids when they get older to do the same thing. To you know, I mean, it just continues on. So I, I think that's yeah. one of the things that you, you really got to look at stop trying to protect people in your family so much exactly. but alienating the family it comes at a cost sometimes depending on how not how big the person is but like, hey like you said if if you want to go against it like that because like you said that that protective shield of blood and the ideal of blood can like you said just fall people like people don't want to admit to that some people are just like you said the whole way messed up and like are you willing like i guess some people don't feel that willing to alienate the whole family and it's usually never the whole family it's usually just one or two people and then you just talk to other people and then you know but i think we gotta really come to a point now where we gotta start really asking ourselves serious questions in order to enhance and get to where we're really trying to get to because yeah there's a lot going on outside of our walls but there's even more that goes on inside you know I mean, behind our walls that we don't even want to take account for you know what i mean and that's yeah. the problem like by the time kids are getting to school they're not even like kids should go to school we worry about toast breakfast you know and and their books we having kids that don't even you know don't, don't know if they go have a coat they're freezing you know they're throwing out there's different circumstances and for whatever reason so we got to yeah. start taking some accountability on Pong's ourselves in this matter, too. Now, we got a comment from Latoya T, who said, I like to think that because our generation experienced it so much, that we are more protective of our children and also more likely to listen and believe our children when it comes with accusations. Yeah, I, I think that we I think we with every generation, it gets better. You know, what I mean, so the slavery generation didn't want to talk about slavery to the civil rights generation civil rights generation didn't want to talk about civil rights to the black panther generation black panther didn't want to talk black panther to our generation so then it's like you start finding out things as you become older and it's like why didn't anyone say anything about this like why why did y'all keep these secrets especially civil rights my grandmom did not talk about anything that happened in her childhood through adulthood when it came to racism it wasn't a conversation 
Was that because of PTSD where, though? Because of like I, I think it's those because are hard of, times, man. Like just think. Yeah, like, I think it's. She grew up in North Carolina, so it's like she felt it, felt it. I I know, at, when I got older, that her family were sharecroppers, so like she would tell us like she picked cotton to get books, like that was how they made money. But it's there's so much in there that she had to wrap her trauma in the hardcore because she now had kids to raise and I can't let them see a weakness. So my grandma was very rarely like a soft person because she was always showing her strength. But what it does is it makes you think that if you have something that's wrong, you have a weakness that you now can't show it because they don't show it. So if they don't show it, you can't do it. And now you just you're walking like books said and that that generational thing so it's it's breaking it and knowing where it has to break at and then having not even necessarily tough conversations but just a level of transparency between parents kids and even adult to adult everything ain't always great everything ain't always gravy and it's okay it's just talk about it i mean i, I do agree some shit kids shouldn't know like some stuff you really should not be a part of like you don't need to again bub you go to school you worry about your books you worry about you know, eating, having fun, dealing with your friends. You shouldn't be worried about, I can't pay the mortgage. I need to figure this out. Like a kid shouldn't know that. Like that's a parental thing. But I think there's levels to explain and say, okay, you know, we're going to cut back on some spending just to make sure that we have money for the future. Kids can understand that if you explain it to them correctly. No, you can't have a PlayStation 5 for Christmas. It's not happening. All right. So, so, but should kids know that? that their their uncle is actually their cousin or their cousin is actually their brother or whatever you know what i mean at what point should they know things like that those types of families nah i i think that i think that's a conversation that families need to have earlier because what happens is when you do that you let a person live their life thinking that that's that person when they find out that they'll betrayed because it's like y'all y'all lied to me for 22 years about who this person not, is not necessarily lie but maybe didn't tell you but uh, what my, you know kids but kids kids often say things at the wrong time but you know what I mean? that's so, what but that's so you saying those, you don't want you don't want the children to know for the fear of it getting out basically no not even necessarily for the fear of it getting out but i'm just saying kids just talk for no reason and just say things you know what i mean they just they were like your dad ain't your dad you know what i mean you're you're, you're you're actually my cousin. You're not my uncle. But that's what I'm saying. Just to say it. Just to say it see, for no reason. You know I mean, they are saying it for a reason because kids don't know no better. And see, the thing is that that's where the responsibility of the parent comes in because you have to understand that, you know, like, they always say, ask a kid a question to give you an honest answer. That's the reason because a kid is just trying to hurt your feelings. So it's nothing other than I'm trying to hurt your feelings. So it's not that they're not saying it for a nah, reason. I don't, even think, be smart. I don't even think it's that they're, they're trying, trying to, to hurt be... your feelings. Yeah. I think they don't know to lie to protect your feelings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's more I think that's there. I think that's more what it is than trying to hurt you. Like little kids, they don't know. Like your breath stinks. Like damn. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just being real. <laughs> Go brush my yeah. teeth real quick. So like for for telling like certain secrets like that i mean i think that has a more discretional reason because there are always circumstances around different things adoptions you know um you know like you said there could have been a molestation case you know or something like that so there's always that's more of a slippery slope where i think there could be a secret and you had to deal with some of the backlash 
because like you said depending on the circumstances surrounding thus relationship you might not be able to take it then as you get you know like you said as a kid so i think the thing is like every tyler perry movie i've ever watched when they find out <laughs> that you know what i mean you know, their dude, parents not there i'm saying when they find out the relationship's not what it is <laughs> that's the ultimate <laughs> it's all the scripts when they find out who people are and it's like well why did i know that that's not my si- like the bow wow movie that's not my right. sister that's my mom like when we were trying to protect you you're not protecting anybody by keeping certain secrets it's not. like it's explain it i think kids are a lot smarter and able to grasp things at a younger age than they are but you're trying to but re-explain something I, later on down the line but can i can i kick back on that i think that's part of the reason though that some of these kids end up experiencing some of the ptsd because that phrase kids are so resilient is the reason that people prolong doing the right thing at times and then have kids in a, in a messed up predicament longer than what they need to be along with their pride and ego because that's what the kids know because they've been around it so they'll be able to deal with it instead of making sure that they get help for the circumstances to help protect the kid to the best you know situation for the kid yeah but you yeah. can't you can't unpack things on kids if you if you haven't dealt with it yourself but it's baby steps i think that's the problem it's like you need to deal with things as adults and have those conversations within the adults and then you baby step kids in it's like if you're six you don't really understand the dynamics of family yet you just know that you love all the people that you're around so if i start explaining to you things slowly like you know i just need you to be very aware of yourself when you're around you know uncle mark right oh yeah yeah no, well, that's just, crazy you know, though but see that's see and that's another but, thing we got to get rid of like like that type of like listen to that like listen to how crazy but it's that the truth but you don't you don't a, gotta say what it is a, it's the sad truth though but think about it because you might be aware of it and the next family member might not be aware of it dl Hughley got that joke it was like oh we're such and such we're all them kids and run to them but that shouldn't be okay you know what i mean like just the fact that it shouldn't be like because you wouldn't expect that if it was xyz neighbor you wouldn't say well just don't go over there no you're probably going to pick up some phone and say yo i see x y and z doing this can you please look into this this is that you know, report that. You saying but like call the, the cops? I didn't say call the cops. I just said, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you know, there's Pick other up the phone things and report you do. Yeah, there's, there's people on, to call. Man. Yeah, there's people okay. to call. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, my bad. Right, I elaborate on your statement. My, let my, me my, ask my you call. a question. Let me ask all y'all a question. We can go round and round table. Boom! You found out like Shaw just said, Uncle So and So did So and So to So and So. You got a family reunion coming up. It is what it is. PJ, how would you handle this situation? You gonna allow your kids to just be in there with everybody freely without saying nothing? Are you gonna tell them be away from or don't go by or you just gonna spectate from a distance? Nah, not if not from a distance. Nah, you're gonna make sure that uh, you for, for if my kids if I'm not already telling my kids the situation, you know what I mean? If I didn't already tell them, I feel like they're too young to even grasp the concept. Yeah. Number one, of course, I'm going to have my eyes on my kids, but furthermore, I'm going to have my eyes on that person. You Uncle Mark getting so, his ass whooped if you go right, anywhere. Exactly. Here, you know what I mean? So, and, and I think, <laughs> and I think when when it's a known thing like that, everybody's already on on pins and needles as is. You know what I mean? And they're all, like yeah. I said, where are the kids at? Where is such and such, you know? What I mean, where is he going? You know, you're watching his every move. So, I, I think that's how that that's the only way to really handle it. You, you can't just walk up to him and punch him in his mouth. 
you just going okay. by what you heard. You, you don't know. You, you're just going by what you heard. Unless uh, you actually experienced it yourself, how do you know it, it's real? Well, we're going to go ahead and go. That's the point. That's what no, the point. I think that goes, I, that goes back to what Bob was saying. It's like you have, to saying. you have presume. to take it into consideration and presume. They turn away these kids or these young people saying Uncle so-and-so wouldn't do that or stop lying on so-and-so. And a good amount of the time, Uncle so-and-so then did what the little child has said Uncle so-and-so did. But and then you also that's you lose the trust you. of your kids as well. They don't think you're gonna believe. Yeah, them. but you know, and a lot, of, but a lot of times, right? They be like yeah. Uncle so and so, or just watch out for him. What did he do? Just watch out for him. You don't even know what he no, did. It's just, it's just be aware of your surroundings. Right. He still he he took a quarter out of your auntie's cup holder in her car. Sorry, <laughs> he gives you a quarter. The same situation I asked PJ. Nah, my eyes are on Uncle Uncle whatever. Like my, no. I'm over there. Like I. I think for me, even with my nieces and nephews, I always tell them, like, just be aware of everything that's happening around you because that's how I was raised. And it's not saying look at a specific person. It's just keep your head on the swivel because you just you never know what's going on. But it's like when it comes to him, as an adult, you address him. And it's like, yo, I don't know if it's true, if it's not true, whatever, what have you. Stay the fuck away from my kids. I respect that. Like, it's that's just... Because once the accusation is there, until I can find out that it's not true, I don't trust you. And it's, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, like Bob said, you want to tell somebody to look into it, but most times there is no evidence. Like there's, there's nothing, there's nothing but someone's word saying what happened. And that, that can get dangerous as well. Like you just, you never know. But you so have to treat it like a, it. Why don't I just make an announcement right there at the family reunion? Like, yo, <laughs> not the whole here. Family. Y'all know no family know. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> yo, Unk, we yo but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hell's in the like, like y'all petty, yo. Like the thing is that, <laughs> but see, that's but that's again, like I'm saying, like we laughing about something that's crazy sincere. Like, and that's the thing that we gotta really get out of the habit of like, we gotta start breaking through these generational ideas of like, yo, laughing at painful items. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, I mean I painful think, things. Like, but I think because like, I was before. I think I think the laughter makes the hard topic easier to talk about. Swallow, oh, yeah. So it, it just helps you bring it out because now it's like it's introduced to the room. So now we can actually have a discussion about this. True. So we can laugh about it and be like, all right, but for real, like, what do y'all think about whatever? Bob, I want to know what you uh, had to say. How you would um, I'm going to ask. I'm honestly going to ask the person who had the accusation because I want to get a clear idea to see if it makes sense. Because if it makes sense from the accusation, then I'm going to say something to the other family member. Because I want that, I want that, I want that kid, I want that person. Because here's the thing: we live in a society now, which is just very coincidental. Inside, uh, we have the Me Too movement, that we have people who've been falsely accused. We have a lot of people being exonerated. So it's the, it's yeah. like this is the thing we've seen. Last week alone, like two or three different people exonerated for things they didn't do. But we've also seen people get alleged for things that they have done and it's catching up to them. So you, it's your family. If you're supposed to love these people, you're supposed to be able to have this conversation. If that's kind of crazy, depending on the relationship or who you are to this person, like, nah, I want you to know that I got your best interest at heart. So what's up? Like, what's going on? Like is this what really took place because we're going to make sure that you don't have to feel this uncomfortable around people that you're supposed to love going forward now if you're lying you're going to set up a very hard precedent for us to ever trust you again because this is a serious accusation 
but I also want you to know that. But if you're telling the truth, we're going to protect you and get this handled. And that's what that's how I would take it first. You know what so, I mean? With the person. So, wait, wait, wait. so if 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 you find out that this is true, right? Right. What, what steps are you taking? You're just taking the steps of just watching your kids and all that. And no, sure I'm going to. No, 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 no. I'm going to say something to the um the individual. And then we go, right. we go make it because we not because then we go blow it up because we can't keep no secret like that. Like, you know, what I mean, obviously, I don't blow have anything where cool, like I've heard anything family? like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah see, but, 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 here, but here we go. Here, here we go again. But we're, we're still sticking this whole family secret thing. It's still stuck within the family. Right. It, it's not well, going anywhere. They have to be because made aware I think of with, what took place. Because no, but that's they, not the point. The because, point is you're, you're still because keeping it, you're still keeping this family secret though. Is it? You're handling you're handling it within the family. Everybody in the family knows, but it's still now this big family secret that everybody's a part of. You're not no, no, you're no, not holding anybody accountable. Damn, no, I'm gonna point. no because I'm gonna address Fair. the person. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm you addressing the person, person you, but you're addressing but, somebody, but you're you're not holding them accountable. You're not you're your not family. Like, yeah, you're just talking to them. You're letting them know your how family. you feel. No, I'm gonna let them know making them accountable yeah. for what they did. Um, mm. At what yeah. point did we get to that? To that step? You say report. So when you say report, you mean outside of the family, like the authorities, yeah. like they need yeah. to be made aware yeah. that X, Y, Z happened? Yeah, we got to. Because oh, like I, you said, so, but that's the thing, because also where this one person was willing to step up, and in a lot of cases, there's other stories, like you said, that this happened to other family members that might have brushed under the rug, and then when this person's out of the way then you hear the other stories like oh yeah well he used to do that to this your aunt here and your uncle there when they was this exactly. age you know what i mean so exactly. that's so you have to approach it and be willing to like you say just go out and make sure that you correct it even if everybody hates you for it because if you're but, doing but right here, you should always turn it right though. we're we're back it's in this still, and it's the family secret like your neighbors don't know but it's like the family knows i think it's slippery it's hard not and i think i think the reason that it's hard is because that's how we were raised and it's it's hard to break that that psychological barrier of like this is what is right and this is, this is what has been done you can't turn yeah. family and like like it's, it's initial crazy. point like like turning your that's family in because like you said even me saying like call the like call the cops like you know what i mean but on if it's what we you know what i mean like what we're directing things to of course i'm gonna go to some cops you know what i mean like but but also black people back in the day used to handle justice by when those things would happen they would just beat people up we know that you know what i mean like they call the uncles the uncle come beat the person up beat them and they never st stay away from them don't ever do that again that's the type of mentality we come from but at yeah, this but point that, it has know. to be more accountability you know what i mean i'm sorry what you yeah. say yeah, that, that doesn't help beating somebody up. That's, that, that, that's just going to be that one time beat up or whatever. But if they really have this craving to do what they're going to do, they're going to do it. Right. But that's see, that's the thing. This is my thing. I think it's to the point now to where you should exercise your conscience. Now, it was your niece and your nephew that time. But what if down the line, and I hate to play advocate like this, but let's say a year or two down the line, you notice, okay, this person was molested on the news. This person was killed. They finding bodies. They doing this or that and the third. And you got this random child molester on the loose. Come to find out it's the same family member you've been protecting all this time. When it could have been eliminated when you first found out that he did it to the niece or the nephew and nipped it in the bud, had this man reported and getting the help he need to prevent the future damage. 
I don't think we think long term. I think he did it to her. Now we know to watch him. So it won't happen to nobody in our family. But we don't care about the outside. You can say I'm wrong. But that's the mindset. I don't care what happens to people outside the house because we only protecting the kids in my family. If he do it outside the house, that don't pertain to us. That's a toxic mindset. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I didn't even like I didn't even think about it on on that level. Like you think family secrets, you think like inside of your house. You yeah. don't think like the full family is still keeping mm -hmm. a secret from society. Other people, yeah. right. Yeah, like you, I never, I never looked at it that way. I figured, you know, family secret once the, it's out. The it's um, out. what's the the family, the the Duggar family that they got like the nineteen kids, that white family. Yeah, yeah. And and the 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 one son molested some of the the, the daughters in the family, and then right. they kept that. They handled it within their own family. But then he goes out and does the same. Well, he now got caught with like child porn and all this stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. so handling stuff within your family and not telling the proper authorities now it can affect everybody else in society you know what i mean so we, exactly. we gotta hold people to more accountability than just family justice it doesn't work that way so that goes to the one question we were asking what damn is, that so took a twist where, where do you find <laughs> like so what do you owe your like who who's best suited to get like i'm stumbling here what it is is do you determine your mental health is the priority or do you determine that your family's structure is a priority? Like, what do you, how do you determine what's most important in the matter? Because like you said, like your mental approach to how you're going to go with these things, depending on the allies, you know what I mean? Allegations let me, let me, or do you let me go first. the family? Okay. I think, I think at a younger age, it was family first. I think now at an older age, my own like mental well-being is more important than the family dynamic. So if I can't rest at night because of something that's going on with the family, that can't work. Like it's it's more about my own stability than it is about keeping everybody else the same page. Like that's just mm -hmm. I think it came with age though, and it came with experiences. Like I, you can't you can't fix a family's problem by yourself. And you shouldn't let it weigh on you to make you feel like it's going to be your shoulders that has to make it get done. That don't work. So nah, me first. Yeah, I agree with that. Hundred percent. Bugs, what you got? Because you brought up like that, that, you brought that big question that brought this the spin. So Yo, how do I'm you determine? You. Yeah, right. This so how the do thing. You I haven't even right. really spoke on it. I got to think long term. And I got to think, like, my conscience wouldn't let me leave that alone. Because I'm not only going to find out from the niece that made the claim. Because if he did it to her, nine times out of ten, he did it before. So I want the history of it. Like, who else did this happen to? Did this happen to anybody else? What's really going on? Is he reported? Do we need to report him? And some may call it a snitch. Some may call it this. I would go to the person and I get him one opportunity. Look, you need help. Go get the help you need. I'll help you get the help. But you need help. We're going to report you. This is what's going to happen. If you can't get yourself in order. I give one chance. I would give a chance. This is just me. But can you, can you, can you, can you, because I know we went, down, we went down, we went down the road of, of, you know, 
child abuse and everything now but i'm still snitching i don't like that's it is it is that something that you can trust has been fixed how do you fix someone from being a child you molester can't. you can't that's so it's I like said. you can't you, you can't solve that you still get reported but you need help you don't i don't consider people and this is just my opinion i don't consider people like that can actually be put back into society without being tempted i don't no i watch a lot of svu you can't but let me ask you 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 gotta like have you know your triggers you can't do it and as the family what responsibility do you have to play to the person who was the victim in the circumstances and that same thing like how do you as a family feel that you need to help get some resolve because like again just like you can't necessarily put the the accused attacker and you know back in society the person who's the victim has to still deal with society so what responsibility as the family do you have to take in a measure to try to get some resolve for them after you're aware of this thing that took place well, you know what my personal recommendation and i can say this now because i know it used to be frowned upon for us you know but i would say get that person some outside therapy and the reason yeah. i say outside is because with it's the expectancy that it'd be a non-biased opinion and i'm assuming nine times out of ten that child will feel way more comfortable telling a non-family member exactly yeah. what happened instead of having her own family member where even though she may be young still feeling like she being judged or they're not going to like her the same or possibly even feeling it's her fault she needs to be told from somebody outside the family this isn't your fault you didn't cause this this didn't happen because of you that's yeah, just my uh, personal opinion outside that's not church therapy. right that's outside of church though outside too, really. therapy okay. therapy yeah. No, and and even to add on that, I think it it becomes a point where it's not always brought up by the entire family, but you let that person know that, you know, I mean, we're going to protect you. We love you like we got you because I think that's where a lot of them feel. A lot of people would feel like they don't want to say something because now the whole family is going to turn on me about this situation. So it stays quiet for that reason. So you got to you got to make sure that they understand that. You're not alone you're not by yourself like if anything let me know you know what i mean it's just because we we tend to find out things and then leave people out there by themselves to deal with it true i want to tap this comment before we uh get a couple more opinions latoya latoya t rather excuse me unfortunately these men and women never really get the help they need from the system but i agree they should be held accountable beyond the family structure truth I agree. The GQ podcast, this might have been one of the interns, said, bust that ass, then report them. It could be your kid or your kid's friend. And, of course, Eddie Taylor, Big Ed, said, bust that ass, then report them. He said the same thing that was in the podcast. Vaughn says, when you start a family, they trump the family you grew up with. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Truth. That's true. Uh, yeah. I, I got a dog. I don't know how that works out. I'm just saying. I, like, I, would imagine, I would imagine that's. I would imagine that's accurate though. Let me let me give y'all a quick quick scenario. Yeah, because we know black folks say when they come to me and mine. Yeah. If 
if um and this is this is outside of you know the whole uncle touching people or whatever let's say let's say you got you know your cousin or whatever right and and you know that he's he's pushing weight outside of out of, out of granny's home right he he, he got all this can you give me a scenario that doesn't sound like like you've never been black in your life like you know right. what I mean? You said you said I got a cousin who's pushing weight out of Granny's home. You give right. me something just you you make it a little less. Listen. I'm a father. No, <laughs> like, listen, you know, know. What I know what you mean. Go ahead, PJ. And, Yo, Bob, on, on, Granny's man. house. Granny's house. Go ahead. Out of Granny's house, PJ. Right. Go ahead. No, right, yeah, but now, but now, now he's putting he's putting her life in danger. You know what I mean? He got all type of okay. people coming in and out. Yeah. Got, everybody knows. The whole family know, right? But nah. Whose family is this? What? If, if you up in Nana's <laughs> house and you pushing weight out the crib, you're getting your ass whooped. That that's not that's not working. We're not calling the cops. We need the DEA run up in the house shooting nobody. Don't get like your ass whooped in Grandma's house. It, no, not, not not my family. You get your it, ass whooped with some drugs in Grandma's house. <laughs> it, it could easily happen. But that must be a Ritter is, thing. I'm <laughs> playing that because that that's, <laughs> yo that that scenario is real because that's that's where um. I was watching an interview not too long ago about with, with BMF, and they was they was stashing their weight in, in one of the say. chicks' grandmom's crib. True, sure. yeah, that's right. where they that's where they was holding all their weight. So it's something that happens. But my point is, it, it's now a secret. Everybody knows, but they ain't saying nothing because whoever's getting money or whatever. Is that something that you feel like a secret that you can or you can hold them accountable for? Nah, because no. one of two things is gonna happen. Either he gonna stop or Granny's not gonna be in that house no more. Nah, Granny ain't leaving. It's her house. Fuck that. He gotta go. Right. So Granny house. You ain't taking over the crib. At the same time, if I tell Granny what's going on, and Granny like, well, such and such and such and such, she getting out of there. Even if it's a will. Because you know how Granny be. That's my grandbaby. He alright. He ain't do nothing. I believe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's here's another thing about. Here's another thing about asshole. black people, though. We are the biggest. Not my baby. They want to hurt somebody, but they the same one that went <laughs> and then went to then went to school three times a week for that same baby that didn't do something. So in that type right. of scenario, PJ, Granny's probably more aware than what you want to give her credit for. And then that's what happens at the end okay. of the, the day. Well, so, she, you know, may, like, she may be aware, but but at what whether point she is or not, happen? whether she is or not, you're not gonna do that in your grandma's crib. Like it's just that's not cool. No, like it's not I don't. Cool. So, like, Shy, you, you, you just shutting it down from the gate. Nah, you period. Not, yeah. you ain't, if you want to put saying. your life at risk, that's your life. Don't bring nobody else's life into this. Like, do that shit where you at. And then if I find out that's what you're doing, I don't want you nowhere around me. Now, it's, it's yeah. just, I mean, in PJ's mentality, that becomes a family secret. Because we could just call the cops <laughs> on. Because, I mean, no, nah, because that's what we were saying. Because you said, you like... No, 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 I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Are you gonna call no, I'm absolutely agreeing with you. pushing weight? Like like you said, like like a molester, like we said, that's a that's like you said, book saying let him out on society. Now your cousin is just, you know what I mean, moving some things through the family. Are you go call the police or you just go give them the, the family heads but, up warning. You know what not, I mean? Because it, like you said, not, like here's, here's here's the thing. It is it, very tricky because on one side you get it, but on the other side it's like your cousin's also destroying these other people's families and he's destroying these other kids lives because that's what he chose to do there's a lot that digs into that there's a lot of you know societal things there's a lot of 
you know, Dr. Umar explanations of why that becomes your your outlet. But it's a it's a tricky slope because I can call the cops on you and send you to jail. Everybody in the family that knows knows why you would go to jail. But again, that's not something that we're conditioned to do. It's like you just know that that's what they do. And then you hear the don't bring it in my house. Don't bring it around the family. Keep that away from here. And, you know, you'll have your family members addressing me like you still out there in them streets acting like a fool. You know, you know I don't want to talk about that, auntie. Like, all right. Know that I know. And that's right, where it but, stops. But, but you, but you got to think. It's not times, your grandma's crib is going to be the the mecca of where everybody is. You're going to have your nieces, your nephews, your cousins. Everybody's going to be there, right? Yeah, so now, cool. like, there's a lot of people who are at risk. So you, that's what I'm saying. You, you know what I mean? Coming to grandma's house with that, right? But if that if that talk doesn't work, right? Then what's going to work? What I? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? You tell, uh, don't bring that around, and you know that it's still happening. What do you do? It's going to work. We smile in public. Yeah, like, you know, like nah, it's just I think my my and I think maybe because for me that's hard to wrap around because no one's ever disrespected my grandma's house and done it. And I think that even the people that you may know were doing it you'll never bring it up there like you'll never bring that attention there it, it stayed very much away from anything that had anything to do with you know nana's crib but in the same breath it's like if that's the lifestyle you're living it still puts again everybody at risk if you're up there because if somebody followed you and shoot the crib up and the crib shot up we got a problem i'm saying so nah i don't know so so to, to wrap this topic up for a little bit right now because we're going to continue because there's so many layers to this that can continue going on and on that we can talk about um how do you acknowledge if some of these things have affected you and given you some ptsd and what how do you take steps if you were one person that was one of these in one of these scenarios to make sure that you get the proper help so you don't pass this down to your next um, I mean, to your kids or the, your next relationship, how do you like find out if this is one of the real reasons that you act the way you act, and it's just not like a personality trait? Number one, I think it? I say number one, you got to be honest, and I know it hurts, and I know it may be hard, but I think um, honesty gonna play a part. Honesty and communication, because if you with somebody and you have this going on, you number one go get your help. Do this but at the same part you can't leave nobody in the dark about what you've been through and then act a certain way and expect all to be well but you can alleviate all the mysteries behind it by just being 100 percent up front once of course once you gain trust in that person i'm not saying first date say everything you know this is that and the third but once you build a little bit of trust like you know get to know that person tell them what it really is before you take that next step because I feel they got a right to know because they're not only taking on you, they're taking on years and years of emotional baggage. Right. So if they're not prepared for that, 
or you're giving them that option. You can stay or we could try to work through this together. Either way, I'm putting it out there, letting you know that this is what it is. I may do this. I may do that. Or I may act this way at a certain time. I may tell you I need space. Don't touch me. But this is why right here, I think uh, that would alleviate a lot of problems that could possibly come up in a relationship. What you got, PJ? <laughs> don't do drugs. That, that's what work for you. Just, like, don't do drugs. That's what we go with. Like, you know, like, how do you just like? Did you forget what it was? Because I know you old, so that art might have kicked in real quick. It's past your bedtime. So, just to summarize it real quick, how do you how do you understand? How do you acknowledge if you're a person that suffers some sense of PTSD from something from your childhood? How do you acknowledge and how do you express it to your partner or how do you handle not passing that down as a traditional thing or just a personality disorder that you have? You, you can't necessarily say how do you acknowledge it because you may not know that you have it. You know what I mean? You don't like like you said, like we said earlier on, people, a lot of things you just say, this is just how I am. This is just how it always has right. been. So, right. it, you know, what I mean, unless there's something that that really triggered it and 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 you actually somehow seeked out some type of help for whatever reason you're not gonna know you know what i mean it, it's and, and i think that's how a lot of people walk around here that we are the way we are just because that's how we are that's how it's always been you know what i mean self-reflection you know what i mean self-reflection is probably the, is 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 the the start of it and if you want to take it any further than that you know i mean you go ahead and get therapy or whatever you want to do but um without self-reflection you're just going to take it as this is who i am yeah. Yeah. What you got, shot? I'm a, I'm a big going. proponent. I'm a huge proponent for um for recreational therapy. AKA if you got insurance from your job, just go to a therapist. For the hell of it. It don't have to be nothing wrong. Just go. Like talk through life. Just you know what I mean? It's you realize a lot about yourself just by telling your life story. And just by sitting and saying like you know this is what it was like as a kid this is what it was like as a teenager this is what it was like as a young adult you realize things and people can question certain things and certain actions and certain things that you've done and it makes you more susceptible of understanding like why you are the way you are because we we're all a way we're all a specific kind of way you just you don't know you might not necessarily know what led to those things like right. i try to figure out I have no problem uprooting myself and moving and i didn't realize it was a thing until it was brought up to me about how easy it is to just like pack my shit up and go somewhere else and then i had to like again in therapy i'm start i'm digging through that and i'm like it's weird and then i'm like going through like certain age frames and she's like so you know where did you live when did you live there what was that like changing schools and i'm like that shit was dysfunctional and i didn't realize it but it got me as an adult to where I have no problem uprooting from a city, a state, a region, anything, and like going somewhere else and starting over. Like that's not a problem for me, but it's also not healthy. You know what I mean? So it's, I, I think that everyone that is able should find a way to do at least a session of therapy. Like there's a lot of programs that are free. There's a lot of applications now that are free to get like a session in or a couple of sessions use your health insurance from your job it's just you need to check on yourself make sure like your own mental health is on point shut up eddie 
Wrap that shit up. <laughs> Wrap that gap I mean, up, <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, that's... I mean, that's true. Like, you can't say nothing better than that. Um, we're going to leave that... This topic, we're going to leave that comment and because that's that was eloquently, perfectly said. So we're going to go right into our dumbass before we close this out. Shot, just take it to the dumbass. I mean, because somebody got... Q, 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 Dumbass of the week. But you hit... <laughs> And this is where most people would not face Jesus anymore. What most people would do is turn away. What, what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is just as he's physically standing here, knowing what's coming. God's saying, can you physically and spiritually and emotionally be able to stand when getting the vision or receiving it might get nasty? I'm going to say it in a point just like that. Receiving vision from God might get nasty. You mean, God, I just bought, in crazy faith, I just bought my dream car. And now you're going to ask me to sell it back and ride in the hoopty again? Yeah, because the vision I'm about to give you, it might get nasty. And do you, do you hear and see the responses of the people? Q, 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 line, dumbass of the week. Yo, that's so hard to watch, man. Yeah, the dumbass ain't the pastor. The past, the dumbass. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Yeah, we, we can't let the, let the pastor off the hook. No, no, he would have got he would have got his whole bishop ass whooped on that pulpit. <laughs> it's not happening. I don't give a damn what kind of example you were trying to say. My faith is strong, but that disgusting, nasty bacteria shit, not a chance in hell. I'm fucking you up in church. Period. Can we stop we, can we stop acting like that's not a willing grown man to let him rub spit on I his face? I don't care. Yo. I'm not that man. <laughs> exactly. So that's so, the point. Like nah. I don't think the pastor's the dumbass. He's he's that's that's how cults are founded. Let me see how far these people are foolish enough to let me go. And this motherfucker hawks me on his hand twice in front of a congregation where nobody said mm. e or did anything. No, they, they said they said no, you ain't heard them saying e. No, this, I, heard, I, heard, I heard some people say e, but that goofy dude up there that let him rub his hands and then hog it up again and he making faces and let this man really touch his face and massage it in his beard like like he was Jesus H Christ. Come on, man! Like that's the that's the dumbass. It ain't the pastor. I mean, y'all can disagree, but for me, it's the it's the dude that let somebody rub it in his face. Yo, Vaughn said, "Miss me with that COVID 19 <laughs> And Monisa no said he would have been seeing the Lord in person that day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come oh. on, man. <laughs> Monisa said he switched his spit around like he had sunflower seeds in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> He, he like painted the shit on. 
Yo, no, sir. No, 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 no. Just the sound of somebody spitting like that makes my stomach curl up. You gonna and I'm going to say that hand? again, like you I know. always do. I'm going to say it like a therapist would say. That is not okay. <laughs> that Yo, is that's... not all right. <laughs> you got to say it like Ayala, baby. That's some nasty shit. That should not have happened to you. <laughs> that's nasty. So so who's the true dumb man? Who y'all got? Because I believe it's the guy that let him rub it on his face. Nah, he's dumb. Like he, nah, he's, he's dumb literally, as fuck. He's, nah, nah, he's, he's dumb he's, as fuck. He's dumb. But I, they said it was like his brother or something. Apparently, I don't care. I don't know. So anyway, he's dumb. But the pastor, nah, because you just lost some followers and your flock. Like there's some sheep walking away. Hell yes. I I think yeah. I think because you're not going you're not going to spit at me at the altar. It's the it's the pastor. (laughs) It's the pastor. It's the the dude that let him do it, and it's anybody that stays within that congregation. All of them. Sometimes your examples is way too far. Yeah, like not letting spit on me. For one, I already I already don't. I see some young dude who's a pastor. I'm already not trusting him. You know what I mean? Who are you? You too young? Yep. So I mean, be first, old to be a first of all, first of all, first of all, that whole nah, first of all, the whole the whole mega church idea to me is is crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, 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 it it's already just just seems corrupt. You know what I mean? Like much. like right. a small church can be corrupt. So you have a mega church, you know it ain't right. And then right. just sermons like that don't make sense. Like shock value for what? You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's the thing. You got a I, mega you got a mega church. You got but I get the board. sermon. But nah, yeah, but what's that going to make me feel? What, what am I supposed to walk out of there thinking like, yo, God should spit in my face today? You know what I mean? That's, you know what I mean? So that's, like, if that spit in my face, that's when my life's going to change. Nah, because that's the moment you teach the other lesson. Yo, you spit upon thy face, the, the Lord says, knock him out. And that's what you do, <laughs> like everybody said. But he sat there, let him hawk spit twice, stand there, turned around. And just close his eyes, let him rub it in his beard. Come on, I mean, man. he knew he that. Man. He knew beforehand. He knew beforehand. I don't <laughs> care, yo. There's there's nothing that you can tell me that, yo. I'm gonna hawk spit in my hands and rub it upon your face. That's not good. So he couldn't use he couldn't use a bottle of virgin oil to demonstrate what he was trying to do. Nah. It ain't nasty enough. We gonna put nah. it right quick. Hold on. Nah, we got Barn that said nah. the pastor is a dumbass for the sermon, yep. and the dude was a dumbass for being the prop. Yeah. Then of course Eddie chimed in and said, "I probably would have spit back on him and said returning the favor from the Lord, bro." <laughs> like that's crazy, man. Onisa like, said his face probably still stink. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, nah, yo, yeah, that's what I'm like, talking I about. Even, I don't even like people stinks, spitting in my yo. direction. Like it's nah, nah, right, bro. nah. Oh, I mean. Mike Todd would got his ass whipped that day. Thoroughly. I mean, he issued he issued an apology after the. I don't give a damn what he issued. Can you he can you apologize? Can you can you come back from that? Nah, nah. That that becomes a family secret. Like you you getting your that's ass. that's too public. The spitting uh, pastor. Nah, nah, yeah, but you know what? We talking about him too. We talking about him because he's nasty. Is I don't want he, none of our listeners. I don't want none of our listeners no, to think it. that it's okay for it. a pastor to spit in their hand and rub it in their eyes. Yeah, I Twice. thought he went for for you know to become viral, but now that he is, that that it's gives negative. him a little bit. It, it's nah, I don't know about that. It always goes. It always goes with it's easier to ask for what is it like, like the apology than to ask. I mean, ask for forgiveness than to ask for, ask permission. for permission. So I yeah, think nah. I mean, I can I can see that kind of too because like you said, if he has a, if he has a mega church, he's a showman. 
That's what he did. But that dumbass dude that decided to let his face, like, I can't even take that dude serious. Like, when I see him, I don't care if he's six, six, or whatever, you let dude's wife spit on your face. You know what I mean? And that nah. causes family secrets for his kids because his kids it, don't it, see that and they go see, be there, There's a difference between somebody spitting in your face and just standing there and let them run. Yo, you. PJ. That's the only even. time that you should welcome, only time you should welcome spit PJ is when you kissing a woman, man. Like, stop it. That's the no. only time you welcome spit. Oh, no, I'm not. There's I'm no not other saying, place. Or, PJ, yo, I'm there's no that. other. I'm time. not saying it's justified anyway. I'm just saying somebody spitting in your face. Yeah, that's immediate. Like, yo, we fighting, right? But to stand Thanks. there and let them massage it into your face is uh, a completely that's different level. Thing. Yeah, that's nasty. yo some like, yo some yo some 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 this masculine shit like because that there's no. no way that I'm just letting somebody rub no spit in my face. Somebody has to die. <laughs> if you or me, somebody I gotta go, go. You got to go. We, you, oh, we can't God. both walk out of this church after that happened to be okay. That's not gonna work out too well. Yeah, he agreed to it beforehand though, so nah, it, it don't matter. Are you sure? I, nah, are you I don't sure? Know. There's no way he didn't agree know. to that. I might have agreed to no be in a part of your sermon, but I ain't know he's gonna go that far. Like you, you ain't seen his talk. No way he would have. Because he, he blinked. To agree to that. Like, he he blinked when he heard the second hawk. Yeah, he, he, he like, closed his eyes. You could have faked so it. You ain't even fake him. No, 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 <laughs> no doubt. No, well, fuck this church. Uh, fuck your ties. <laughs> no, your offering plate can go. I'm whooping ass up and through the cathedral. No doubt. So that's all we have for you all this week. We take. Thank each and every person for tuning in. Um, before we go, does anybody have anything else they want to say, Shot? Nah, I ain't got nothing else, man. That just fucking that was nasty. <laughs> PJ. That messed up that my life. Say no to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and spit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and spit, obviously. Bugs, what you got? Maybe he had a gummy before it happened. <laughs> nah, man. I'ma just say I know we hit on a lot of subjects and like you know the family secrets especially though if that's you if you're that person by all means please go get the help that you need and it may be beneficial to you or if you feel you can't tell nobody and you're going through a situation speak up please don't let it continue to go on help is near if you look for it and that's all i have it's a lot of other places y'all could have been on friday night but y'all decided to be here with us and we want to appreciate you you know we appreciate you and we thank you and we about to be out Kula, be you. Be happy. Be safe. Don't be wiping spit in nobody's eyes either. You ain't Jesus.